Hello and welcome to another episode of The Vinyl Collective, your weekly journal on the hip-hop and R&B landscape. I'm your host, John. And I'm your co-host, Topper. Welcome back. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm, I mean, I'm not currently here. I'm, I'm speaking from the other side again. Um, <laughs> if you're new here, subscribe to The Vinyl Collective. You're going to hear a lot of profanity. You're going to hear your favourite artists getting dragged, all that useful stuff. And you might also see that on Vinyl Collective Pod on Instagram. You might see that on TVC Pod on Twitter. The show, the show itself is broken up into about four parts. We have our Spotlight series, the new releases, and our main episode, and then we close out with the Now and Then playlist. Today, as you can see from the title, we're talking about the one and only, the the black white boy, the, the one who quit music a few times, Anthony Fantano, maybe? Logic, we're talking talk about him today, so stay tuned for that. You know, fast forward, you can see the timestamps. I don't really mind. So, yeah. Lovely intro, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> uh, as always, we start with our Spotlight series. So as it is week 88, mm-hmm. um, the even numbers are tope. So who did we have this week? See, I don't know. I, just a complete random aside, right? Because I, I, part of me, like the internet's kind of seeped into my brain. I know it's just fucked me. Because you know the whole thing about angel numbers, where it's like 11, 11, and that means something. And I looked, I was like, oh, 88. And for some reason, my body just felt a bit more special about, about that. It's like, oh, it's been a while since we had a double digit number. It's like, why is the internet broken? My wow. brain? <laughs> Whatever. But um, yeah, for 88, it's my turn. And I had the artist, Bina. So with Bina, so she's someone that I'll give credit to some of the people I follow. Sometimes they put stuff out there. There's been a couple other artists they put out there that I may make a Spotlight Series artist in the future. Mm-hmm. But Bino was one of the people that I think I saw Paula shout out. Uh, definitely saw uh, Jay Strings. Um, he was on the episode a couple of weeks ago. Do you want to go and check that out yeah, yeah. if you haven't seen that already. So I was like, okay, cool. Let me go and check her out. So she has an EP that dropped last year saying this is not a film. It's about four tracks. And she also has a song, I think, at the end with um, another feature for no not Bex sorry Lexa Moore the lovely Lexa Moore who's also on Nux's Alpha Place um I really like her man she gives me a big Tiana Major 9 vibes but her production isn't as like poppy and trendy it's a lot more mm-hmm. soulful and I think I actually kind of prefer that um really good singer she did like a live performance of one of her songs Just a Sec which you can find on YouTube yeah and if Instagram hasn't taken it down you can also see it on our Instagram as well um so yeah, I think um, with her EP, I think she's kind of getting a lot of buzz, getting a lot of traction, and I yeah, can yeah. see why. So I'm kind of excited to see where this journey goes. I think this is her debut EP as well. So yeah, cool. go check her out. Yeah, I have not, uh, haven't been aware of this artist before. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as we usually say every week, uh, I'll go and check them out. Um, so yeah, no, good pick this week. I enjoyed the little clips I did here. Um, nice. Yeah, the man Instagram is is on us at the moment. So <laughs> yeah. you know, we've got to start. <laughs> We've got to start uh, cropping yeah. those clips a little bit more. Mm-hmm. The feds keep watching. Uh, they are. Um, but yes, new music. Uh, there have been about five or six singles this week um, mm-hmm. that are kind of noteworthy. Um, mm-hmm. I guess you'll kind of notice there are some singles released each week that we don't talk about. And we're kind of trying to bring you guys, you know, the most noteworthy, um, <laughs> the biggest names um, and mm-hmm. all the rest of the guys, you know. That's who we kind of cover in Spotlight series. Yeah. This is the period where we sell out and we, we become is, yeah, pop. We yeah, we sell this out. Is the part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So to pay pay the rent. Yeah, exactly. Um, if we were sponsored. So first <laughs> first single um, we had is Bliss. Um, this is a single by Zakari featuring Isaiah Rashad. Um, and as a huge fan of Zakari, <laughs> Tope Sadiq, um, how did you feel about this single? 
could barely even tell it was a fucking Zakari song, man. It's song such a nothing burger. It just feels like another throwaway from the house's verdict. Not even Zakari. Like, I just, ah, oh. TD need to cut that limb off, man, in my opinion. He's a nothing burger, man. He's a nothing burger. Sorry, I didn't really get much for this song. I even thought, okay, at least maybe some bars about, you know, the video being leaked of Isaiah Rashad, that might keep it interesting. But no, it yeah. just seems... Yeah. Just seems like a straight off throwaway song. Yeah, I don't really care for this, unfortunately. I think the beat was cool. Um, the chorus is okay, but it's just there's not much to it, and there's not much of Zakari in it either. So no, yes, some more right delivery, it. but it's just a bit. It's just kind of whiny, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I've never seen it for him personally, so I've, this doesn't. Surprise I enjoyed the me novelty of him when I heard him on Damn, but then <laughs> I know that still triggers you. I yeah, enjoyed the does. novelty of it, but I think since then we've kind of seen that. That ship is not sailing. That ship is staying, yeah. staying. And it's five run. years. I, it's been five been, years. Yeah, like how many times? I didn't even know he um, produced um, the song as well. He's a co-producer, but I didn't. I didn't like. You could have really been like, oh, list artists of TD, and you forget him like every time. Even so, even if someone reminds you, oh yeah, Zakari. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do the test tomorrow, and you're mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. Who's that awesome TD? Uh, like, you just forget. Like he has had. I mean, at least Sir uh, has some songs since then. Like over the past five years or so that's memorable he's one of the new artists as well mm. just yeah nothing from I think Zakari. it's also because he doesn't really feature on many people's art- albums I mean, yeah, he was he on Before on You Go he was yeah. on Before You Go mm-hmm. and that was it really for the last three or four years um, but yeah there we go that's kind of one of the <laughs> more forgettable features from mm-hmm. uh, Tracks from the Week um, we did have a uh, a track called Talk About Me sorry um there are a lot of people on this. Dot, Dot the Genius, Jid, Denzel Curry, um, Kid Cuddy was on there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot going on here. Yes. How would you think of it? Yeah. I thought the verses were right. Yeah. I thought Jid and Denzel were okay. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't particularly enjoy Kid Cuddy on here. Um, mm-hmm. It felt like quite, it was a lot going on. Um, yeah. I'm not really sure how I felt about this one. It wasn't I, I, massive. Have you ever enough. heard of this Dot the Genius guy? Uh, Dr. Genius I've heard mm-hmm. the name I feel like I've heard the name I don't know where I've heard the name um, I've never heard this guy yeah yeah but I, I, feel, think, I feel like yeah, he's probably produced on uh, I know the name I know the name but I could not tell you something he's okay. produced to be honest no that's fine but yeah now, like you said a lot of songs uh, again similar to one of the other songs we're going to talk about this week there's a lot going on here I think it's one of those songs where it's like the verses were put together I don't think anyone's in the studio yeah yeah thought, yeah, this is like a song song. Like, I don't think it's like that. Um, I like Denzel opening up the um, song. Denzel, solid as ever. Jid yeah. was solid. Um, I actually don't mind Kid Cudi as well. I thought Kid Cudi was all right. I just think his delivery is just a bit different. It's not like he was crooning. He was just actually just being a rapper, um, which he often isn't, to be honest. <laughs> but mm. um, yeah, I thought the song was okay. Um, not one I'll go back to. I think I'll go back to more verses. But I, don't, I, yeah, I can't say I'll go back to the song. I don't I don't even know if I even remember anything. Oh, so he's a producer. This makes sense. I, I was going to say, I didn't even hear this Dr. Genius yeah. guy on it. So yeah. So, yeah, yeah produced day and night. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's a random drop yeah. from him. Okay. Fair enough. So this is more of a Kid Cudi song, I'm guessing. Must it, be. It, it's in some way, in some weird yeah. way. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's just okay. Um, cool. We had a <laughs> single from Gorillaz um, featuring uh, Thundercat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hear a little 
a little giggle from tops there. Um, I thought this song was all right. Okay. I kind of enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just typical gorilla stuff. Um, I mean, Thundercat vocally, sometimes, <laughs> yeah. sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's <laughs> sometimes. fun. Sometimes. I think uh, when it's a Thundercat track, and that's what I'm there for, but if it's a feature and he's doing anything other than playing the bass, I'm not really that keen. I will say that. Low-key, he's becoming the Swiss beats of, like, <laughs> production and, like, music playing. Because I think the gap between him as a bassist and him as a vocalist That's, is oh, so huge. It's, it's huge. so huge. Yeah. Like, I, again, I'll never forget the time I got baited by you motherfuckers to listen to Drunk. And I was like, wow, okay, Thundercat to Pimp a Butterfly. You know, he's had his own album. Like, wow, this this is it. Like, this, is, this has to be the motherfucker. Mm. And I was like... Is this album a meme or something? Is this a joke? Like I couldn't believe I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I couldn't believe how I won't say bad, but just how mid that album was. Like, wow, this is this is V Thundercat. But obviously when you hear the production, like, okay, no, it makes sense. But him as a vocalist, no, nah, it almost it almost feels like he's joking sometimes. It yeah. almost feels like he's joking. I can't I can't in good faith take that. I mean seriously. if you watch some of his videos, I know you don't really mm-hmm. watch music videos, but they are kind of memeing I think yeah I mean obviously his name's a bit of a meme as well like Thundercat like you know I I get it but still I mean we're talking about like the pleasure of it touching your ears the vibrations obviously I'm gonna lose my ears in like 10 years because we listen to so much fucking music might as well spend that time listening to music that I really enjoy in it so and I don't think this was one I enjoyed too much to be fair yes it is typical gorillas but I've heard better from gorillas so yeah, yeah. <laughs> zero three uh, so far. Let's keep going. There we go. Um, the next track, I want to hear your thoughts. Run. We had YG. We had Tiger. We had Twenty One Savage. We had BIA. So do you know what the crazy thing? I feel like this year I'm getting like a beer like revelation like slowly like in a past. Wasn't the London track, wasn't she? Yeah, like in a past life, I actually knew who Bia was. I was like, wait, what? This is the same woman. So the other <laughs> last week, right? So I was just driving, doing my little drive. And I was like, oh, you know what? Let me play some of that Cadiuchis, like that, that isolation. I love that shit. And I was listening. I was like, wait, who's that on the second track? I was like, wait, that's the same woman. Are you taking the piss? I could not believe. I was like, oh, yeah. Be like, she's actually a competent rapper. I could not believe it. So it made me go back to the London. I was like, wow, I can't believe she did this on the London. Like she, It, make, it makes that track even more egregious because she's actually talented. Whereas I thought... I think I said she was like a diet Cardi B when, I was, when we first reviewed it. And I was like, wow, she can actually rap. So so that was just a random thought I had. Um, sorry, when I listened to the track. The track itself, the music video is fucking ridiculous as well, by the way. Go on, Very go silly. It's like, it was it Bank Heist or something? <laughs> yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, the verses are good. I really like 21 Savage's feature. Um, Tiger's okay. I really like YG. I think YG and 21, that's a collab that should have happened a lot. A lot, what was it? A lot longer ago. That's what mm. I'm trying to say. Like, of course, like they just seem to, they have the griminess to them. So I actually do like this song quite a fair bit. It's probably one of my favourite tracks of this week, to be fair. Yeah, it's not saying much though, is it really? No, it's not. Um, it's, not. it's been a pretty poor week. <laughs> um, the yeah. track, yeah, I agree with you. One of the mm-hmm. better tracks. Yeah, mm-hmm. 21 is fine. Um, I mean, Tiger's Tiger, isn't it? Um, yeah, I this week's been pretty disappointing. Single wise. I, I, I think no one's just, I think it's one of those weeks where it's just, quiet quiet yeah. as hell 
Um, yeah. And even to add to the disappointment, this is the part where I kind of take over John's role for a second, just to kind of switch up the dynamic. Another, in terms of disappointing songs, uh, I'm going to go like four for four in disappointing tracks. Not four, yeah, because yeah, because the run's the only one I like at the moment. Brent Fires, the boy, he announced his um, album dropping, I think. I think it's dropping next month or so. And he has one of those singles, doesn't he? And he gave the fans what they wanted. Six, over six minutes of your boy Brent. Six minutes. He even got a beat change halfway through. And what's he talking about? Oh my gosh. Oh, it's just, it just hurts to be famous. Oh, wipes his tears away with the $100 bills. Songs called Price of Fame. Um, I thought it was like not saying anything too interesting. It just kind of felt like, oh my gosh, you just don't understand. Like He just meanders yes, around. Yeah, uh, you you don't know what it's like having to fuck a new bitch every night. You think that's cool. It's not. I'm just there, just, oh, uh, just thinking, oh my gosh, another one. Oh, uh, another Rolex. Oh, I can't. That's why that's what I felt like. It just didn't sound too interesting. It didn't seem very relatable. The, what do you think about this? The, the single art did not help either. Mm-hmm. Um, lying in a bathtub with a bottle of wine. <laughs> exactly. Um, what the fuck? I don't know who allowed yeah. that to happen. Um, mm-hmm. I agree with you. Like lyrically, wasn't wasn't very interesting at all. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They just was it. They just want to knock me off. They just want to take me off of here. They just want to knock me off my square. <laughs> Look at that. I can't fake a smile. It's hard to wear, and I can't show no love. This shit's too rare. Is it because my whip's so fast you don't see no flaws? Oh, that's the shit. part that that's the part that got me. Is it because then he just lists all of the the trappings of fame? Yeah, um, all the stuff he's never he's not going to give up. By the mm. way, he's not going to give these things up. So can't be too bad actually. Oh, yeah. fuck me. Yeah. But didn't give us actually any of the because there is a legitimate legitimate track to be made there about mm-hmm. what's yeah, wrong with course. being famous. Yeah, but yeah, he yeah. didn't make it. I think that's the problem. He just mm-hmm. he just. He was like, oh, yeah, so I've got all these things. And he's like, cool, I think that's probably the end of the track. Let's just drag that out for six minutes now. Yeah, and then that beat switch, you you thought, like, he would kind of come harder. And he was just crooning for, like, the next three minutes. I was like, damn. like, And it says, actually, it says it came out February 8th. So this is, like, a re-release or something. What is this? Hold on, I'm just checking Genius real quick. I don't think that's true. No, this ain't a re-release. It doesn't feel like a re-release. I don't know why it says that. Oh, it's gonna be part of his like new album Wasteland. So no, this is right. a this is a full release. Yeah, no, it wasn't was not a fan unless unless it was like leaked a year prior or something like that. But this is gonna be on the album. This is an album song, six minutes of this. So I don't think it really leans well into what we're expecting. But then he said something like um, he said something mad cocky on his Instagram or Twitter saying that basically he feels sorry for anyone who doubted him. Like basically uh when before this album drops or something like that so you better put up to be honest because it seems like this album is going to be a lot of tracks i think it's 19 tracks we're looking at 19 19 there's some drake level shit so i hope he has a lot to say yeah a brent <laughs> album should be capped at 10 but yes yes <laughs> like a brent album should be no more than like 42 minutes <laughs> how much that motherfucker have to it's say it's gonna be entering like chris brown territory i think yes um, and the thing is he does make good music about like his escapades and stuff yeah. like that I get that but for 19 yeah. tracks mate mm, I was thinking of that. one the other day you know um, <laughs> I mean you know this is an international podcast we've got listeners all over <laughs> oh, God. they might have seen on Twitter there was a that running joke that went on for a while you know she's a 10 but oh god my, my contribution <laughs> would be she's a 10 but she listened to Indigo extended version <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're out there and you've done that shame on you 
Shame on you. Oh, I hate the internet sometimes because why Why did that become a popular meme? Like, we're not in Tumblr. Like, why have we just regressed like eight years in the quality of memes and shit posts? Like, oh, yeah. It has to yeah. happen every now and then. <laughs> it, it does. It does. It does. Um, just to clear the air. Uh, the final single of this week, um, it was someone's birthday. Um, a special man by the name of Dave. Uh, it was his 24th birthday. Um, he released a track called my 24th birthday mm-hmm. uh album art is him and a nice little uh i think that's an alsatian yeah it's nice kind of silhouette yeah. image mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. again another six minute track um yeah <laughs> yeah shit that's a long one um i yeah. think it's his first first single since starlight right yeah since like valentine's day right Something yeah like that was yeah, i think yeah. march since starlight came out valentine's valentine's day john really? february i think it was february it came out oh, unless, unless I'm going insane okay. um, no you're absolutely right shame, shame on me March yeah. the 3rd sorry there we go um, so obviously you know this isn't the first time he's released a track on his birthday he did um, <laughs> my 19th birthday uh, five years ago um, from what was it Game, Game Over, over. Mm-hmm. yeah Game Over EP um, so yeah did you listen to my 19th birthday because I have no I recollection did. of what that was like Wow, so that's the one where he's talking about that relationship and it was just felt cringe as hell. And and there was that whole thing. So basically, I think he was talking about like the struggles of like committing to a woman and stuff like that. It's a long fucking song. I think it's like seven minutes or something like that. Let me double check that. It's no it's no joke of a song. Mm-hmm. No, nine minutes. It's a nine minute song. Sure. Yeah. Um, If you want to listen to it and feel like you're in uni again, sure, go ahead. This is way better than that. I'll tell you that for free. Um. I thought the song was okay. Obviously, Nux does the same thing when he has his birthdays. Yeah. Um, some of the bars were cool, but it still seems like he's in that um, we're all alone in this together. Yeah, type of yeah, bag. we were definitely there. Yeah, so I don't think he's kind of changed much from that. So if you've listened to, I feel like if you've listened to Survivor's Guilt, you've heard this song already, <laughs> to be honest. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know, it, again, it's very similar to Brent, but just done in a slightly more interesting way where it's like, you know, I don't know if I can wife her, but if I do, then am I settling down too young? Oh my gosh. Oh, the, the ability just to have sex with anyone with my choice is so hard. It just feels like that a little bit. Um, though he obviously talks about like uh, being able to put his team on and stuff like that. He does flesh it yeah, out. Yeah, taking his mom around the world. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think the, the rhyme in itself is just more interesting. It's not a bad song. It's just yeah. like, if you've heard, you've heard it before. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was okay. Um, I found the instrumental, which was in very interesting, where it kind of like, switches up into an almost like Jesus type mm-hmm. kind of um yeah. like really like heavy bass um I thought it was interesting um yeah. would have been I nice to it. see what he had done if he had tried to like rap over something like that um that's exactly as opposed to just like, like yeah. going oh cool I'm gonna finish <laughs> at five minutes and then yeah when did he he essentially stopped rapping at like four minute fifty mm-hmm. yeah and, and then we had minute, a minute yeah. and thirty just of instrument at the end Mm-hmm. very unnecessary could have had what was happening at the end somewhere in the middle and seen what he done with that I think he's learning I don't know if that's him himself I'm, I, I don't quote me on that but I yeah, think he's I'm not learning sure. how to play uh, guitar so that'd be quite interesting for future Dave projects if he's gonna incorporate yeah. something different yeah um, be because nice I think that, yeah because I think that's a change that's very much very much needed at this point but yeah it was cool it was cool it was, that was it. It, was, it wasn't bad I'm not gonna show on Dave this week <laughs> yeah fair yeah. Um, I think that is it from new singles this week mm-hmm. um, I feel like at some point we'll probably be giving maybe a bit more 
of a full idea of what we thought of Lupe Fiasco's album, Dream Music and Zion. Mm -hmm. But in terms of just like, kind of just a gloss over it, you've heard it, I'm assuming? Yes. And uh, how did you feel? You might have not been wrong, Jonathan. You might have not been wrong. It's a... I like it a lot. I don't know. If, I don't know if we're gonna have time to review. Even if we do, it's not a spoiler if I like it or not. But yeah, it's it's really good. It's really good. The production is very good. Very good. Um, I finally did this in like a three days. He did. Something like yeah, that. it was a challenge. What the fuck, man? Lupe is so. <laughs> yeah. Lupe is disgusted sometimes when we spend. It's actually like, how are you a human being? Um, and apparently he was saying that this was his Illmatic, not because of the quality, but because of the time of life he's talking about. Yeah. But I was like, I didn't know Lupe was in the streets like that. I didn't know that. I actually never, never. Obviously, I know he's from Chicago. I know that comes with a lot of, you know his own troubles but yeah uh-huh. he talks a lot yeah so he's, I was like when he started speaking about stuff and talking about like his um conflict of like interest of like trying to tell his friends not to hold guns but he, you know he has to look at himself mm. it's like what like Lufa you really banged like that holy shit so yeah I think he's been very honest here I like the mix of like the well he's not being super cryptic when I even like the last one where he's just like rappers die too much that's it that's the verse I was like yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That just hit so hard. Uh, it's not a Lupe review, but yeah, I feel like this is probably one of his most accessible albums in a while. In a while, I reckon so. I reckon yeah. so. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed sorry. most of this album. I mean, mm-hmm. both singles were incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they were super good. I think the variety of production here, and also just the quality of it, mm-hmm. everything just sounds so clean and crisp. Um, mm-hmm. Seattle, I thought, was an amazing beat. Um, Miss Mural. That's ah. a really good song. That's a really good song. Yeah. No, yeah. this is a this is a really good album. Kiosk. I really like Kiosk as well. Yeah. Hundred percent recommend. Uh, recommend. Sorry, this album to people. Um, yeah. Really interesting take on. Yeah, like his kind of streets. <laughs> like and just his perspective kind of, on everything as well. And like, like capitalism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like modern society. Um, just how yeah. everything's like transactions. Um, I'm not being super coded about it either. Just kind of, obviously he's been clever with it, but yeah. And about owning like your own shit and stuff like that. Yeah. I really fucked with it. I really yeah. fuck with this one. Yeah. Yeah. I really fuck with this one. Big time. Yeah. Um, I was right. No, I'm joking. No, I'm that. <laughs> um, no. Yeah. Huge shout out to this album. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of other new album releases, have you heard anything new in the last week? Or uh, so? on dropped an album, but I think this is gonna <laughs> this is gonna translate into some of the performances we've been seeing recently. Have you seen that video of him performing at the BET Awards? I did not. Tragic! Oh my gosh, I didn't know he couldn't sing like that. Now, now I feel like I've been hoodwinked because I actually thought Given was actually a legit singer. He probably might still be, but that performance of him him singing um, "Heartbreak Anniversary" was was dreadful man oh my gosh yeah it was a lot and um i had a lot of people saying um this might be a little discussion point we have just a little fun tidbit I had people saying oh you know people don't sing or oh, people don't go to church like they used to <laughs> back in the day before they became r&b singers and stuff like that um but i think people yeah i don't know it was kind of funny so yeah i don't obviously I haven't seen it but in terms of other performances there was also glastonbury festival have you seen any of those performances there was uh i've seen just before we get there actually a couple of uh, BT Awards just kind of like oh, yeah. a, a quick quick rundown mm-hmm. Silk Sonic oh, yeah. were big winners um, mm-hmm. uh, best new artist was Lato um, 
Really? Oh, no, to us, that's not the worst. Yeah, it's not the worst. I would have picked Baby Keem, but there we go. Yeah. Um, Megan Thee Stallion winning Best Female Hip Hop Artist is wild, by the way. Over Doja Cat. That's over Doja Cat is kind of crazy. Or um, even Lotto, because 777 is not that bad. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Um, Kendrick won. Uh, interesting, given that his album's only just come out, I thought he would have maybe... Given that his album obviously isn't nominated in this... in in kind of BT 2022, it's kind of strange that he's the hip hop artist of the year, but there we go. Mm. Um, Would you want to live in a world, John, where you give it to either Drake, Future, Kanye West, Jack Harlow, Lil Baby, or J. Cole? Uh, No, but I mean, just for the sake of continuity, it doesn't Mm -hmm. really make sense. Yeah, it's true. It doesn't make sense. Um, Yeah, you are right. Yeah, so you're right. Yeah, yeah. But there we go. Um, Mm -hmm. But yes, I did. I saw some of the Kendrick Lamar performance. I haven't finished the whole video yet. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's Kendrick. I, to be honest, I'm surprised that people are surprised. Um, <laughs> that's not to say, that's not to say yeah. that I'm like, oh, you know, it's just run-of-the-mill performance. Like, mm-hmm. Kendrick is the guy. Like, that mm-hmm. is him. He is just the best hip-hop artist of the generation. You know, discussions, mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll have some at some point about yeah. is he the best, but he really, he is like, the whole, the whole package, like yeah. performance, everything, um, super yeah. powerful. Like the choreography mm-hmm. was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, the like performing the um, which tracks did he? Big Steppers was it? He performed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, wow, mm-hmm. the delivery on that was <laughs> ridiculous. I I get nervous sometimes <laughs> when when there are like super quick delivered rap songs coming up and like crap they're doing it live. Can they yeah. really do this? Like, mm-hmm. He just breezed it. Yeah, it was incredible. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Mm-hmm. What did you think? Uh, yeah, first and foremost, shout out to my girl, Corella. Um, she was one of the um, dancers in um, <clears throat> for part of the performance. So I know she's been doing a lot of big things recently. So she was part of that. I know it was a big moment for her. So shout you mm-hmm. out. Secondary okay. school love. So oh, wow. um, Yeah, yeah. Shout out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, I've, I've seen some of it. So I've seen, I saw the Savior performance. I yep. saw uh, Black of the Berry performance. Um, I will sit down and watch the whole performance. I didn't want to watch it as it's going on and everyone on Twitter is just kind of going, oh my gosh, I need I need to have an opinion. Oh my gosh, it's happening right now. So I thought, you know, I'll just watch it in my own time. Um, I also, yeah, I fully agree with you. I don't know why people are surprised uh, because to me, it's like he's been doing this for a long time. Like, did you not see the man jumping on top of the police van and he came out with the chains and all of that? Like, was it the Grammys or something like that? Or, or, or something like that. He did some crazy mm-hmm. performance like that. And that was like, what, five? That was Untitled on Mastered. Yeah. His, his whole Untitled on Mastered era, he was like doing some insane performances. Um, when he had like medleys of like Untitled 08, mixed with Untitled 02. Like, the guy's, yeah. the guy's been doing this. So for me, it's like, yeah, I expect nothing less. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people were upset saying it was a bit blasphemous. Uh, you know, the the, the, fim- the famous B word. Um, right, <laughs> in right. terms of, um, yeah. because he, obviously he wore the bust down crown of thorns on him as well as um, he had the blood poured over him right, um, all over the end. So what you personally, you know, forget the large being, but did you feel like, did you feel uncomfortable seeing that? You just thought, oh, you know what? It's just part of the performance. What, the blood and everything? Yeah, the crown of thorns, the blood. They're kind of like depicting some sort of Jesus, some people are saying. I didn't... <laughs> I wasn't personally upset about it. Yeah, fair. Uh, so, no. <laughs> to no, answer your question. No, that's fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, no, shout out to Kendrick. Always going to give a good performance. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Sims. Her first Glasgow performance as well. Gets Correct. did really well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah shout Tracy out to Tracy was there. Mm-hmm. 
I, mean, I think I, it's been there before. Though, I watched but, clips yeah. of it. I didn't enjoy it that much, but oh, you know, fair enough. I mean, yeah, but yeah, no, shout out to all the newcomers and yes, hope everyone had a good time. Yeah, it looked like fun. I don't yeah. have Glastonbury's for me. I will me say that. Neither. I keep thinking that because when it comes to festival festivals, Wireless is not a festival. If we're being honest, I'm talking Festival Squared. I'm talking V Fest. I'm talking <laughs> I'm talking Glastonbury where you have to really camp the fuck out there. Uh, park life is somewhere in that era not as bad that's where i think i sign out because when it comes to sanitization <laughs> if it gets really bad like that i'm not gonna have a good time like i can't just sit in grass for three days that's not me i'm sorry i'm not gonna do that where people are just shit in showers not are not being had Shower- showers are not being had in the summer <laughs> in the summer and you're around t- like probably what 100 for 80,000 people 100,000 people a yeah. lot of people to not be showering and getting warm again from the sweat for the night before I mm. would go mental yeah. or at this point I'm not endorsing it but again we're not sponsored I'd have to be doing drugs babe just to forget I was gonna it. say I people, people are, are forgetting the shower gel but they're bringing other pharmaceuticals yeah. <laughs> that's the thing everyone's getting out that's, that's why I can't go to an AJ Tracy concert anymore. I went to one in 2019 because I, I really liked AJ Tracy. I was like, I really want to see him live. So I went up to Addy Paddy, didn't I? And it was like fucking uh, Mr. Sadiq and the big Kez. I couldn't believe what I was going through. I, I, I was this... It was so, uh, oh, I can't even say that part, but it was really cared. I really thought, you know what, I am not, I, I didn't have a bad time, but I did not have the greatest time. I'll say that. I'll well, say there that. we go. Exclusive. <laughs> um, we are going to take a very short break and then we'll be back with a Logic album review. Stay tuned. Right, and we are back. And it's right, it's finally happened after a very, very long rollout. And after us essentially becoming a bit of a a logic a logic review channel here, because we seem to be reviewing logic songs every single week. Um the album has finally dropped. Um Vinyl Days, the thirty track um studio album from Logic, uh dropped 
two weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we're going to kind of not run through every single track from the album, but we're going to have a look at some of the themes from it. Um, obviously, look at the interludes. There's a, there's a huge long feature list on here. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly, not that many producers on here, but we'll kind of get into that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then kind of, yeah, first we'll have a few conversations around Logic the Man um and some recent interviews he's done um kind of looking at his retirement and i guess a bit of the album rollout and kind of what that tells you um and us about about him um so yeah i think first point we can kind of get into is um kind of his retirement i know we've joked a lot about you know on the podcast about how logic um retired and then like less than a year later mm. he's back and during that time he was like streaming on what is it youtube and twitch yeah. and um making music the whole time releasing music under a different name was it like d doc doc d or something doc d yeah. um so yeah I, I know kind of he talked i don't know how much of you saw of the the kind of interview with rory and mal or like you saw mm. some of the conversations around it right with the joe budden mm-hmm. diss and stuff yeah. um so yeah, for people at home that didn't see, Joe Budden basically, I think in 2019 or 2020, said that Logic is like the worst rapper um, living or dead, essentially, to ever touch mm-hmm. the mic. Mm-hmm. Um, he did kind of apologise a while after him, saying, you know, he was having a bad day. Really weird kind of excuse for that. Um, and Logic essentially said, you know, that was maybe the like the straw that broke the camel's back, right? Like the catalyst for him yeah. kind of retiring for a period. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you kind of take from that? And... Um, so you one the, second before yeah. I explain myself and I'm not even going to cut this out because I don't give a fuck I'm just going to lock my door because it's going to keep knocking so my thoughts on the what he said so don't get me wrong I think I think the average fan who probably listens to our show or like is aware of the stuff we do would probably say you know when some people may say I don't think this of ourselves some people may say oh you know we can be a bit of a hater to certain artists right but I don't think that's the case. I just think we're, we're critical for sure. What Joe yeah, Budden yeah, did yeah. was straight haterism. Because yeah. do you know how many rappers that Joe Budden, Joe Budden himself, like, I'm not a big fan of Joe Budden podcast. That's a whole other topic. But he's definitely knowledgeable of the hip hop scene, especially within America. Yeah. But there's no way in good faith, there's no way anyone can be like, worst rappers of all time, logic. You know Blueface exists, right? Yeah. Like you, you do know, know Takeshi 6 9 exists. <laughs> yeah, you know bloody I Love McConaughey. Like there's jumping shit rappers we've had in our lifetimes. You're going to say logic is the worst. And you can't just take that back, by the way. It's like, I can't just be like, Oh, by the way, I think I think your mum's a total cunt. She's one of the worst mums I've ever, mum, well, mother-in-laws I've ever had. Oh, I didn't mean it actually. I was just feeling bad. Like, no, you can't. There's something just having a bad day. Yeah, something you can't take back. Actually, it's just, just how life works. Sorry. So I don't believe in in him just saying, "Oh, I had a bad day." And for some reason, when I thought worst rappers, logic came into my mind. It's like, mm, don't really buy it, to be honest. So yeah, no. I think I think that comment is straight haterism and. I think as someone who's kind of like watched Logic from afar and obviously he got a lot of heat for him was it Supermarket and some of the albums he's put out like I wouldn't it doesn't surprise me that like hearing Joe Budden one of the biggest podcasts in the world even I was going to say in America in the world and he, he's used that platform to say by the way guys Logic is shit <laughs> like that might be enough to, for me to be like you know what yeah let me, let me call it a day for a while I can't hack this so yeah yeah, I agree. I think on the he did essentially was like a hour and forty interview with Rory mm-hmm. and Mal, mm-hmm. um, and 
yeah kind of said on it they didn't actually touch on it too much it was mm-hmm. just a couple of minutes you could tell that i think he was still a little bit yeah a little bit maybe triggered a little bit upset mm-hmm. about it um mm-hmm. but what he said was yeah it kind of it was a trigger and mm-hmm. and rory it was quite interesting rory was saying you know does it um could this have been you know something that was like in the back of your mind or maybe like feelings you already have around like insecurity in your like rapping skills stuff like that and then mm. joe budden saying it was like ah oh, triggered and he kind of agreed with that he was like you know what like maybe there was some kind of like um maybe not quite believing in himself or like mm-hmm. that then one guy to say that really was like oh shit like what's the point now um because he said, yeah, he went out the next day, like Madison Square Garden, and everyone was singing his songs, but he was like, no, like I don't know if I can do this anymore. Yeah, no. So it really got to him. I get that. And I think what, obviously, I don't know when, obviously, I know worrying about the really fuck with Joe Biden, but I think mm. to word it in that way is mad disingenuous, actually. To be like, oh, could it be that this is actually true and what Joe Biden said actually has some merit to it? No, 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 no. I think it's really shitty to kind of, basically abuse someone's insecurities because mm-hmm. not all human thought is rational. I can think, right, oh, like, I'm the dumbest person ever. It's not true, but I'm feeling that way right now. And someone says, oh, yeah, actually, you are a stupid fucking cunt. Like, how could you, you know, forget to do this? You've used your allocation of C words for the day. Um, but... <laughs> no, but, but on, no, I think you're taking yeah. the wrong end of the stick because no. they're not, they're not uh, agreeing with what he was saying. They were saying, like, that was completely out of pocket but were there some underlying feelings that you were having yourself about your own talent? Yeah, no, yes. no, no, I get what you're saying. I'm, I'm not saying they, I'm not saying that they agree. I'm saying them wording it like that doesn't really lend well. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, and I love the word cunt. It's very British. So you can't take that from our heritage. Anyways, so I think what I'm trying to say is, yes, it, I think it doesn't necessarily have to lend to direct insecurity. It doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be like, oh, I am the worst rapper ever. No, if someone says I'm the worst rapper ever and I feel aware about that, it's because I low-key think that's true. No, it'd just be like, I don't really think I'm that good right now. And now someone's really like kicking me whilst I'm down. It's probably amplifying that. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Sure. So yeah. But, um, and of course, like, obviously he's human, right? Like, I don't think, I think just to kind of tangent a little bit, I think the hate logic gets, in some ways, I think it's a bit overdone. Like, logic is corny no doubt about that logic is corny but he's not even the corniest rapper in his class like Charles Gambino is way cornier than logic come on and we love Charles Gambino Drake is corny as hell and we let Drake I think we can we'll probably maybe even kind of after we've discussed some of the tracks Mm. we'll get into some of those like Mm. classic tropes we see around logic which Mm -hmm. feel like you're saying unnecessary they feel Mm. disingenuous and they feel really un um like unevenly distributed amongst yes. the rap mm. community. Um, yes. And we'll get into like what those are and why that is. Um, mm. But the album itself, um, I guess the rollout, we talked a lot on the podcast mm. about all of the different singles. I think we had seven in total. Yeah. Um, so obviously by the time the album dropped, we'd essentially heard almost 25% of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like a quick rundown, I guess. Where did we feel after the singles had dropped? You know, we're, we're about to hear the album where yeah where was your head kind of at with it so i think one of the biggest worries i had i think before we spoke about this was 30 tracks like how long is this shit going to be like 30 tracks that is so terrifying so once i saw the i went the first thing i did before i even listened to it like probably well before i listened to it i went straight to the runtime and i saw was it 71 minutes i was like thank god for that man 
Like, 30 tracks, it's short album yeah. for 30 tracks. Mm-hmm. I was like, thank God for that. Because if it was like an hour 40, I don't uh, I don't think we'd be here, man. I can't lie. That is just so much content to go through. So I, I was so happy. So I thought, okay, it's kind of going... And I think some of the singles do allude to this, where it's kind of like short little ideas in and out. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. it's not... It, no song lasts a lot longer than it necessarily needs to. And I kind of fuck with that because um, it's very similar to Mad Villainy. Mad Villainy is like 40-something minutes, but it's like 23 tracks. Do you know what I mean? So it's not like this hasn't been done before in some way where people kind of have, have these yeah. little skits and transitions and they're not long. Like, it's fine. But yeah, so that was really happy. Um, that I was really happy about. And I think it got me excited for the level of variation potentially that was going to go across the album if it's going to just be quick short ideas not full fleshed out like three and a half minute songs so yeah, yeah. that was my initial thoughts yeah I agree um, yeah I think from the album itself I was expecting a lot of more a lot more solo tracks like it obviously mm-hmm. made sense that most of the singles were the features mm-hmm. um, and yeah I, I guess so I was just expecting to see yeah like where's he going lyrically with this what kind of themes is he going to touch on the tracks himself because um, I know one criticism I've certainly had of him is mm. a lot of his rapping is just word association and whether he was kind of going to go a little bit deeper. Um, but yeah, before we kind of get into the songs, kind of our initial impressions, quick rundown of the album. Obviously, we said it was 30 tracks, just over 70 minutes long. Um, the feature list is quite long. Um, go on, yeah, read we out, had, guys. We had, <laughs> no, sorry, you're not doing we that. Had, we had uh, features from Action Bronson, Currency, okay. Russ... Mm-hmm. Wiz Khalifa, um, Royster59, RZA, Blue Exile, AZ, DJ Premier, The Game, and a couple more. A um, oh. couple of unknown artists, I think, yeah. to most of but us. But those are the main list. ones, right? So, yeah. Yeah, but, which, um, which kind of, yeah. you know, it obviously yeah. lends itself to the theme of the album, right? Mm-hmm. Vinyl Days, yeah. mm-hmm. Kid on the Front Cover, sat amongst a room of vinyls, um, yeah. kind of him. That's his son, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, kind of looking back at, like, his kind of influences obviously he's bringing a lot of like that real boom bap style yeah. like mm-hmm. late 80s kind of early 90s um mm-hmm. when you think of that you think of like like ll cool j and like some of the artists that are on here right like yeah. premiere um, yeah az yeah exactly az um so in the late 90s but you get the point yeah yeah sorry, um no 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 yeah so i think like thematically how does it kind of hold together or what what was your kind of I think it's quite cool. I think for 30, for 30 tracks, yeah. and I know a lot of them are skits and whatever. We but will get still, to the skits. <laughs> but you know what I mean? But as yeah. an album as a whole, right? I think it's relatively cohesive. I can't lie. Like, yeah. I don't hear it and think, oh my gosh, like you're going up and down and left and right. I think the only struggle as a reviewer is more, I have to dig into... I don't know how many skits there are. I'm guessing it's like 10 or so. So I'm going to dig into like 20 tracks and I have to have an opinion on 20 tracks. That's stressful. Even though, if, even mm. if the track's one minute, I still have an opinion about a one minute track. Yeah, That's yeah, my yeah. only issue. But as a listener, that's listening to it, it's actually not a bad listen. It's like, and this is maybe a diss, but it's not a diss, but it's maybe a diss. But in terms of like, if you can imagine like lo-fi hip hop, but like, but for boom bap music, this is what it would be like. You just put it on and you're just like hearing I guess the sounds of the late, the, the late and greats, so yeah. to speak. So yeah. yeah, that's how I feel I, about it. I think surprisingly for the for the length of the album mm-hmm. in terms of you know number of songs, it yeah. does go quite quickly. Mm-hmm. I'll say yeah. that, and that is credit mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. Possibly because by the sixth listen, I I skipped the uh, the skits. Yeah, um, 
yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not listening to those skits again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think overall impressions, I will kind of give mine quickly first. Yeah. Um, I think this is a good album. Mm-hmm. I think there are some incredibly high highs, both yeah. kind of production wise and also, you know, like his rapping is, is really competent on here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the feature list itself is, it deserves praise like not in a kind of like ah oh, like a slap bang like dj Khaled. he's just got yeah. you know rihanna mm. and paul mccartney and everyone together but like yeah. in a real kind of display of like his influences and his kind of idols and yet rapping alongside them and not coming across as um like a fan yeah, <laughs> yeah. like a fan. i was exactly. worried about that actually um, yeah. mm-hmm. and i think that's really impressive i think the skits and the length do make the album quite clunky and that's the mm. that's the definite downside to it um yeah it's quite cumbersome, but it's definitely mm-hmm. the best thing he's put out in a long time. Okay, cool. I obviously, I, I haven't him. heard the full album length, so I don't know. Obviously, I'm kind of, and I think this is this is kind of what I like. I kind of fuck with this um, episode because I think you're going to come with like a lot more history than I am. And yeah, I don't mind being on this side of history. But I think one thing that was so funny is it's so petty, but I just, I just wanted to point it out. So he mentions crypto like, a few times across this yeah. album to the point where I thought the end of the album was going to be like sponsored by FTX and Coinbase. Like, you know, that might age really poorly logic, you know, given the way crypto is going. I don't really want to be flexing all my money's in crypto if, you know, 10 years time it might not age well, but I just thought that was kind of funny. Um, yeah, and I think one thing, that, like you said about the skits, um, we might as well get into it because we keep alluding to it. But I think one thing about the skits that was kind of annoying was that some of the skits were as long as some of the songs. It's like, what the hell? Like, what's even the point? And it's all. And I feel like once you hear one or two skits, you get the point of the rest of them. It's like, oh my god, I'm on your album. Oh shit, what what do I even say? Like, you know, it's that's basically what it is. It's like I don't really want to hear that like ten times. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's my issue. So. Yeah. I think if it was done a few times, I don't I don't mind skits. I think when you have so many tracks, you need skits. Like, you can't really get away from that. But did you need so many? Probably mm. not. So, yeah. That's Maybe that's think. a good point to kind of start with, actually. Yeah. Usually, we kind of go with the songs first, mm-hmm. like our favourites. But let's go with the interludes and the skits. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like you say, it's a, it's essentially a third of the album. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, people phoning in, right? <laughs> like, yeah. we've, got, yeah. um, <laughs> we've got some skits where you have... I mean opening track right if there's morgan freeman um i didn't really enjoy that i'm not gonna lie i thought it was kind of it was a bit weird having it him. was very straight morgan freeman i think he morgan needs to stick freeman. to the acting yeah uh, morgan freeman listens to logic he does Fuck not no. he, he was, does not it was a big check it was a big check yeah um or his management confused and were like yeah you know it's, oh, it's a nas oh, album it's a oh. nas album <laughs> Oh, cool. Um, it's yeah, a J. Cole they, album. They the both mixed race. It's J. Cole. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I did not enjoy, I think, the Tony Revolori, unless there was something I was missing there. Like Damn, that was so long. Yeah. God. Because he was in Grand Budapest Hotel. I yeah. think he was in, was he in a Spider Man? He's like a, com- yeah, he was. He's like, yeah, he's um Peter Parker's guy. Like, I forgot his name, but he's, yeah, he's that guy. Is yeah. he? Flash? Yeah, he's Flash, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Um, so, then you have yeah. Nardawa. I don't think there's anyone I hate more than him. You don't um, like... Nah. You're just bad vibes, man. I'm you don't not, like Nardawa. Not really, no. Did you enjoy this track? No, that's not the point. That's not what you said. That's not what you said. You just don't like Nardawa. No, I find him very annoying, yes. Wow, he's a legend, man. What the hell? You can call him a legend. That's fine. 
damn, fair enough. Okay, cool, yeah. The, the song is pretty ridiculous. And obviously has his, what, his Doc D kind of alter ego yep. going on. Yeah, I thought it was very missable. I agree with that. But yeah, Nardwa is a legend, man. Sorry. But go on. Keep going. Um, Keep we going. Obviously, I mean, we're not going to mention all of them, right? But uh, yeah. the Nemes Lena one. Waif is on here. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Lena Waif don't even rap, though. Like, why is Lena Waif here? No one even gives a fuck about her. But sorry, respectfully, respectfully. But like, come on, her script writing is a bit tragic, to be honest. So yeah, but yeah, I think just generally the the skits mm. are possibly one of the corniest aspects of the album. Um, it feels like self fellatio a little bit, don't it? And also, also self flagellation. Yeah, um, <laughs> having skits like yeah. Nems, where you know just have people cussing him out, calling him bifocal and inside out Oreo. Mm. This this is why where I can appreciate the the criticism of it being really corny, um, and kind of quite uh, is derivative the word? Yes, I yeah. get it. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and needle drop. I mean, <laughs> we I feel like we do need a small section about that. I mean, let's, let's do it now. now. I think that is so weird, and for someone like don't worry, for someone who is so critical about music. Like, did you really think, yeah, like, this is, this is great. This is, like, a, a necessary, because he even said it himself, like, oh, I want to be, like, a necessary addition to your album. It's kind of funny. And I know Logic was kind of like, yeah, this is what I need, but this is bullshit, man. And I think coupled, coupled that up with, there's a whole song, was it, La Donda, where La Donda. he's talking about wanting basically to wanting to kill him. Like, I feel like it would have been way more of a statement to have Fantana on that song rather than him, yes. like, way yes. down the track listed. I thought it was so weird, actually. Uh, yeah and this is what this is my problem like these skits just feel like fan service like because logic is so popular and maybe a lot of people who listen to him are going to know a lot of these celebrities it's like oh my gosh this person i know is on here that's so cool when it's me it's like that's not cool i'm here for music i'm not here to just hear celebrities talk you know i mean like i'm I'm not a celebrity i don't that doesn't really move me in in any way so yeah the fantano stuff was like probably one of the weirdest ones yeah. Yeah, you might as well not, have a job, it. <laughs> did not appreciate that. Um, yeah. Particularly him being like, yeah, you know, I'm a stickler about consistency. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which is funny, right? It's a funny <laughs> yeah. quote, but uh-huh. in terms of creating a good album, uh-huh. it's very kind of like immature meme culture mm-hmm. type thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it feels very like attention seeking, quite fickle. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't appreciate and, and, that. And it makes the album feel more mixtapey than it needs to be. And I know that is the point, but it's still an album. And, you know, it's still an album. You don't have to mm. go all the way down to mixtape spots because then you're kind of setting the album a bit shorter than you need to. And yeah. maybe, maybe yeah. that's the case, right? Because this is obviously his last um, album for Def Jam. So maybe, and then I know he has another album coming out. Um, was it College Days or something like that? Um, College Park, sorry. So maybe he's, it's, you know, I know a lot of people say this for Drake, but I think this time it actually applies. Maybe this isn't the real album. Uh, you know, there's an actual case of that. So maybe where he's like, you know, I don't really give a fuck about making it sound like the perfect thing ever, but still as a listener and you're calling an album, you're not calling it a mixtape. I still think, yeah, you know, you put, put some more serious to it. say. Um, mm-hmm. And you kind of talk about the mixtape feel mm-hmm. to the album. Mm-hmm. Um, we obviously are in a, in an era, a trend of having album hosts once again. Yeah, um, so weird. And fun, obviously, yeah. we have uh, Funkmaster <laughs> Flex. Yeah. At, at points on this album, almost so infrequently that you forget he's around, and then something mm-hmm. pops there and gives you a bit of a heart attack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, how did you feel about his inclusion? 
it didn't feel obviously I don't know Logic and Flex's relationship but it just didn't feel genuine do you know what I mean? Like, where's DJ Drama? I can imagine DJ Drama and Tyler going out for drinks at the bar and be like, yeah, I fuck with you. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I can imagine Madlib and Freddie Gibbs. Also, I know Madlib doesn't do vocals. But do you know what I mean? Like, when you have that relationship with someone's mm-hmm. throughout the whole album, or even, like, Kid Capri and Kendrick, I can imagine them going for a drink. Like, if this feels more genuine, where it feels like Flex was more paid to say what he had to say rather than raw. Those are some motherfucking bars, nigga. Like I don't believe it. That's my problem. It just doesn't seem genuine. That's what. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. I don't buy it. I know? mean, it works kind of with the the overall feel of the album. It works yes, to have yeah, a host, yeah. but I don't think it was necessarily realized its full potential. I think it mm-hmm. could have been a little bit more obvious. It could have been signposted a little bit more because mm-hmm. that's what makes the job of a host kind of important and mm. and it work they're there all the time they're there every couple like two three tracks yeah. whereas he's kind of missing for a few tracks and then suddenly he pops up <laughs> again you're like oh shit yeah there's funk master flex again yeah um so yeah i don't i don't think it was that well well executed to be honest agreed and i think if anything why not just use him instead of these fucking skits or these random celebrities like mm. i feel like <coughs> you're trying to do too many things at once you're trying to have like all these people call in and that be a transition thing, but you're also using yeah. Funkmaster Flex to transition your songs as well. It's like, which one is it? Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like you could have you could have way less transitions with Funkmaster Flex and just keep it as that. I yeah. think that that's absolutely fine. And then if anything, even if it was on every song, let's say it's on every track. I don't know how many tracks there are again. Let's say, sorry, but that's fair enough. I'll take that over. Yeah, it just feels like too much is going on. So yeah, I agree. I think that's why you forget as well. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, so let's kind of get into some kind of the, some of the tracks. I know we've yeah. we've kind of reviewed on previous episodes the kind of main singles, um, but maybe let's start with if we can name five five tracks that we yeah kind of five favorite tracks. Okay, so you're trying to cover all the bases. Okay, I see where I see where you're going here. I think one song I do want to shout out really quickly. Uh, it's one of the singles Tetris it sounds so much better in the context of the album the way it opens yeah, up the album yeah. is so fantastic I actually like this song like five times more Don't I liked it before I think I've said this on the, episode, on the show but man the way it opens up I don't know just something else uh, conversely Vinyl Days what a good song I liked it then but I feel like it, it should have just been the closer I don't get why the game is on the had song. Yeah, or why we had Sayonara but yeah. that's another oh I mean that's a whole different I, I can kind of take or leave with that one. Do you know what I mean? Last album with a label, whatever. So, Vinyl Days, love that song. Um, Tetris, for sure. Ooh. Um, therapy Music. Mm-hmm. I feel like I like the singles, I can't lie. Uh, sorry, let me keep thinking. The song of AZ, that's a yes. really good song. Carnival. Carnival. Absolutely. Yes. That's a very good song. And... I like Rogue One. It sounds like it gives me big Wu-Tang vibes. So yeah, yeah, Rogue One. Yeah, shout out to Star Wars. So yeah, what about you? Yeah, Rogue One's an interesting choice. Um, yeah, so definitely Carnival. Um, mm. I liked... Um, I quite liked Porter One. Okay, yeah. Um, I liked Bleed That. I liked Bleed Vinyl it. Days. Oh, oh, yeah. Vinyl Days. Um, and also... Yeah, therapy music was very good. 
Yeah. Shout out to Russ again, Russ by the way. Russ did very well, yeah. I still can't believe it. <laughs> I hear, I'm like, what the hell? It's like, it's like I'm in the multiverse. Like, what, what, like, I'm actually vibing the fuck out to a Russ verse, like, big yeah. time. Like, like wait, heavy. is that, is that losing control, Russ? <laughs> yeah, like, what the hell? Like, you know, when Drake said that line, um, behind a lot of closed doors, a lot of six God worship it. I feel like that person, like, I'm one of the people who talk shit on Russ all the time, but then there's a camera in my room just there vibing out, like, Bitch, I agree with that when you talk about his therapist. It's like, yeah, yeah. like, I, you know I, mean? I don't know what's going on. But yeah, no, shout out to Russell on yeah. that one. Um, um, let's yeah. talk about, let's talk about Carnival because we both had it in mm-hmm. our top five. Um, mm-hmm. AZ, man, like he has not missed a beat. Crazy. Has he? Like, I feel like he's had, again, maybe not quite on the same level as Nas, but like he has had a renaissance in the last two years. Um, For sure. Like, you know, we had Do or Die 2 last year, which had some great tracks on there. Mm-hmm. He was on King's Disease. He was on Side B, um, Hitler's Hermes, the West Side Gun mixtape. Um, like, I thought his delivery was great on here. Agreed. Yeah. And I don't know, because I think, did, did he just stop rapping altogether and then he came back? It feels like that's the case. Because all the last, yeah, ever since like King's Disease. And again, I still need, still need to listen to Do or Die uh, 2 because, mm. I, you know, I get really apprehensive and sceptical about sequels. I think everyone knows this. So mm. I do want to give it a look because obviously it's, it's AZ, man. Like AZ's got one of the nicest rapping voices. But um, I liked him on King's Disease. He was okay. I mean, this is probably his best feature since, like in terms of this modern era. Um, man, I mean, the, the way he starts off the verse, what makes an MC? Let's raise this entry. For me, once embraced, left states in a frenzy. Face his envy with the grace of Pimp C. It's never mm-hmm. complicated. The basics been in me. From straight from, from straight with 10 Gs to racing Bentleys. Like, oh, like, he just, he's got that, he's got something that, like, I feel like compliments his voice is so, so well. Like, yes. dexterous. Yes, that's what it is. Like, it's just, because he can do that whole paint the picture thing like Nas, yes. but he has a lot more grit to him. And it's like, oh, I, just, yeah. I love it. I love yeah. it so much. So, yeah. Mm. And obviously, Logic, I feel, keeps his own on this one, to be fair. I don't think he kind of lacks. So, yeah, shout out to Logic for kind I of hanging agree with in. You. Yeah, I, yeah, think I think he gave a really good verse. Because it wasn't one of the singles, it can have the tendency to be a bit of a sleeper. But I yes. think mm-hmm. I really like it. I like the kind of aggressive style that Logic with rap is rapping with this on. Like, it feels like, you know, he's like, oh, shit, like, this is AZ. Like, yeah. I really need to, like, step yes. up here. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, I'm sick of the devil on Dwayne Johnson, you fucking pebble. <laughs> um, yeah, my dick big, my money gross, let's toast mm-hmm. to excess. Um, mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I liked it. He does, he does on other tracks, kind of have this tendency to just say crap. But <laughs> I feel like here there was there was kind of the bars made sense. Um, and there yeah. wasn't too much of a kind of like clunky transition from one from one feature to to obviously to logic himself where i feel like there is kind of some clunky transitions elsewhere on the album um here's one and i said it i called it before the album came out when i saw the track listen i was like oh here we go i mean when you call the song black white boy that is already like (laughs) flashing red lights like warning 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 like what type of name is that like you you know (sighs) 
don't wrong. It's pre- it's pretty much. I'm I'm pretty sure it's hard to live in a world where you're biracial, but you don't have to go this way route with it. You don't actually have to go this route with it. Black white boy. That's I mean, if it was a bit simplistic, but then he has a line. Someone whose biggest song is about suicide, by the way. Mm. Um, I'm trying to slice open my veins just to feel something. Like I just don't feel like that's appropriate. That's the logic. I just don't feel like someone like you should be making bars like that. Um, because that is your biggest song by a country mile like was it bit over a billion streams well over i'm pretty sure so you can't be talking about even if you mean it metaphorically i feel like logic Mm. please just be careful don't be like um you know references like that the flow is all right but yeah yeah could have could have missed it i think the title probably threw myself and a lot of other people off (laughs) but the track wasn't it didn't go where people probably thought it was going to go yes Um, yeah it's just kind of very much like a mixtape kind of youth track vibe right like mm-hmm. kind of taking yeah. them back um but i agree there are definitely moments across this album not just here where <laughs> he just kind of i think i put it down maybe just to, to either to immaturity um mm-hmm. i mean i know the guy's 32 years of age but there are some immature adults out there and i think this is maybe an example of just not having the kind of wherewithal to to realize you know, I probably shouldn't say that or like yeah. politics aside or whether you think like the reference in the song we just mentioned was funny carnival but like taking the piss out of people with stutters or like yeah. just <laughs> too fair in reference to Joe Budden I'll take that I mean Biden. you're gonna send for me um, no, but, oh the Biden oh yeah. shit I don't know why I read that as Joe Budden my bad oh that's, like, that's <laughs> fair enough which I mean it's just it's not it's not really because like no. <laughs> Joe Biden's stutters fate is now kind of more famous for like he's kind of helped other people through the same issue like very mm. famously with like a young child that he met mm. and like it just feels like there are bits on this album where he's just mm. kind of it's just a bit unnecessary um mm-hmm. and uh, yeah i think this this reference you make is a perfect example of that yeah um even the following track sorry just to yeah, yeah. What, what, did, what did the kids say um what's it called you know when you like you you show love to someone they say oh uh the dick riding is crazy <laughs> that's, that's what the kids say these days and i don't even understand why and and i get it because vinyls and you know madlib is that guy don't worry, we all we all love madlib but i just feel like this is one of the most random placements of an ode to a producer ever like why why yeah <laughs> why no i'm asking you why mm. because I don't get the purpose of the song in the track listing. I don't don't even think it transitions well. I don't think the songs before and after. I don't think Bleed It is a good transition to it. I don't see. I don't think Black White Boy is a good transition from it. Um, I don't know. And, I, and you don't have. I feel like if you're gonna make a song like this, at least have Madly produce it. Like I just felt weird. Like same way. I think this is the same way I felt about the, the Orville song. Then I blew an exile. Why not have Exile produce that shit? Like, this just feels weird. Like, I don't know. I think Six has done a good job bringing that old school uh, sound back. And obviously, but at the same time, it's not anything that's, um, it's not anything that's reinventing the wheel. And Logic is very sample heavy. And I think this is one of the things that you can judge Logic for. Like, he's not very creative in that sense on this album, from what yeah, I know. So, yeah, I would I just, counter yeah, that. I'd counter that with, I don't know whether there's necessarily much of a plan in terms of track listing on here. So I don't know whether we can, whether there's much of a plan around. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair. So I, I get what you mean, but I don't think if you look at the rest of the album, I don't think apart from, you know, interspersing the (laughs) interludes across the album, I don't know 
whether there's that much of a plan on here, which again mm. feeds into the whole like mixtape vibe that you get from this album. Um, mm. I wasn't mad with the the quasi song. Um, you know, he's just showing love. Yeah, no, he's like, yeah. you're the sound of our ancestors. <laughs> That's crazy. Come back and rap, man. It's killing me. That's um, crazy, man. Sorry. Yeah. I thought th- I thought the instrumental yeah. was fine. Like, mm-hmm. short and sweet. I yeah. like that this one was kept short. I don't think yeah. it needed to be okay, any longer yeah. than it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we obviously mentioned some of our other favourite tracks. So let's quickly go to... Um, uh, let's go to... Therapy Music with Russ. Okay. We've mentioned, you know, an incredible feature from him. Mm-hmm. Um Probably the best feature on the album. Yeah. I, that's crazy. I can't believe I'm saying this. But that that's said, easy. Yeah. That said, some real, real struggle bars on here. What, from Russ or Logic? Logic. Okay, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Real struggle <laughs> yeah. bars on here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that real shit, no two-ply. Mm-hmm. Long hair <laughs> looking like I'm supposed to be on Game of the Thrones. Like, what? Like what? That's Russ. No, I like that. Is that like Russ that. that said that? Yeah, it's Russ. Yeah, yeah. Really? Oh yeah, man, yeah. that's like, uh, <laughs> like saying something like, "Um, carrying a briefcase like I'm supposed to be on suits." Like what? Okay, what do you mean? Wearing Jordans like I'm on an episode of Bel Air? Like what? There's just there's no there's no segue. There's no outro to that. It's just <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. That's true. I can't. I can't refute that. That, that's fair it's not the worst line it's not the worst line on the album though. but yeah that is free struggle I think he did such a good job at the start of the verse that I'll yes. take it yeah. do you know what I mean I'll take it I'll take it but um, mm. talk about struggle parts because I think I spoke a lot about therapy music I think it's mm. a great song I think Logic does I think the beat switch as well for Logic as well I think it actually helped it made the song more interesting because it's just two long verses mm. so overall I still really fuck with the song but what you're saying is absolutely production's correct. nice in it as well. So good, yeah. This is this is it's a it's a fantastic song. It's honestly a genuine fantastic song. Mm. Probably one of the better singles of this year, if I'm being honest. Um, but then he ruins it right with Ladonda, and that we spoke about before. Yeah, and I feel like there's nothing wrong about talking about genuine feelings about how uh, people's criticisms make you feel. We've seen Kendrick do this on Savior. Like it's not. It's, I mean, you're a human being. You're allowed to react to things. Obviously. J. Cole did it on Stone the Bluff. Probably not the best example of that, but you can do it. It's not crying. But I feel like if you're going to do it, come with some bars, motherfucker. You can't just be saying stuff like, feel it in my bold spot, Anthony Fantano. What? What? Come on, you're meant to, you're, you're calling yourself logic, yeah. like, you know, God you in some logic. Shirt wearing like, motherfucker. Yeah, like, and I felt like at some point he just stopped trying to rap and he was just talking. <laughs> and it felt like a bit uncomfortable. Like, I felt like mm-hmm. I was, like, it was TMI. Like, I, I felt like I knew too much about how you felt about this situation and how you resolved it. It didn't feel like any sort of, like, enlightened type of song, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's interesting you mentioned that um, in terms of, like, enlightenment or knowing too much. And I think that's another... Um, it's funny because we preface this with like, oh, it's a really good album. But the moment we just, we're yeah. kinda, you know, we're, we're picking out the spots for sure. Yeah. Um, I felt like on tracks where we could have heard more from him, we could have mm-hmm. kind of got a better idea of like, who is Logic the Man? Like, mm-hmm. what makes him tick? Like, why, you know, getting a bit more of an insight because, you know, especially when you see him on the interview with Rory Mao, like he's super defensive. Um, <laughs> like he's clearly, yeah. you know, working through some stuff, but it would be nice mm. to see 
more than just um like breath control is a great example of this yeah. right Wiz Khalifa mm-hmm. um one of my favorite beats I think from the album it's a really yeah. nice beat um mm-hmm. I mean Wiz doesn't really say much he flows mm-hmm. nicely yes. and when we reviewed the track kind of you know, we gave a couple of minutes to talk about it when it was a new single. We're like, yeah, you know, it's nice to hear Wiz. You know, nice, nice to get a reminder that Wiz does still yeah. rap. Yeah. Um, but it feels like there's just a lot of word, too much word association um, on tracks where he's just kind of like jumping from one memory to the next. Like, yes. he's never, you know, they're like, oh, picture paints a thousand words. Like, these pictures paint like 10 or 15 because we're like... <laughs> We'd, like we'd never get a full picture. Of it <laughs> Ten to sixteen bags. <laughs> a bit of an etch, etch, was it etch, 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 Oh my god, etch a sketch. That's what it's called, etch right? Etch a sketch. Yeah, yeah. you uh, don't really have those on here, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Glitch there like for a second. I don't. You know, it, it's a lot of stupid words. I can't say in one. I have to break it's it okay. up. Like it's okay. etch a sketch. But yeah, um, um, but yeah, yeah, it just feels like it's just fleeting memories, and he just kind of we never really get a picture of like the retirement, the family, the wife, the kids. Yes. Um, it's true. You don't really hear much of like his child logic, or wife. The, yeah, yeah I just, I just want to go a little bit deeper. I think, and that's yeah. one issue with the way that he so frequently raps throughout this album is as if he's freestyling. He's, you know, he has those. We talk about struggle bars where he's like, um, you know, we keep it real on like introducing. Uh, no, on Tetris. Sorry, he's like, you know, we keep it real. Like those, those kind of like mm. filler freestyle bars that you hear on like a hot 97 or whatever yeah um, no you're right yeah it's like you've think, had yeah dude you've had years you've had years for this album like don't be giving me freestyle bars um yeah i don't know i think one thing that, that stands out so clear about logic and don't get me wrong I've, I've we've all been here i know i'm not i'm not, I'm not judging you too much for this but you got you gotta learn how to read it in it's mm. when you act like you don't care about something, but then the way you talk shows that you really care. So Logic acts like he doesn't care about the criticism mm. he gets, but I feel like he's mentioned it on almost every track across this album. Like, you really care, bro. It's all right. Yeah. You really give a fuck. And I'm pretty sure you're still in those Reddit comments on, on some sort of, like, burner account. But, like, I think the more you talk about it, the more people are going to think, yeah, this guy is definitely still, like, burning about what's going on here. That's the vibe I get. And I feel like if you just reeled it in and kind of spoke, gave more energy to things that what going on in his life like again he got married like a, what only a couple of years ago two three years ago mm. obviously had a child like there's a lot to talk about there like why aren't we talking about that do you know what I mean so yeah yeah it's it's disappointing isn't it you had thir- yeah you had 30 tracks and and we haven't really got a better idea of who you are we know what your insecurities are we know what kind of upsets you we know kind of bits and pieces from interviews but on the album where you're supposed to be kind of giving us you know like maybe the most personal version yeah. of yourself we're we're not really getting anything um mm-hmm. that feels like a bit of a letdown um i mean i say all of this right and the one thing i want to say this was what what makes the album mm-hmm. very enjoyable is obviously the beats are very nostalgic it's very i mean it's done really well shout out to six for again bringing it's kind of like it's kind of like rat's version of um silk sonic it's like a rap version of Silk Sonic. Okay. It's like, it's very nostalgic. You know, like you're not surprised by anything. It's not like, oh my gosh, wow, I've never heard this. But it's done really well. And yeah. I think his performances in terms of his rapping and his flows and his double times, it's all done super well. It's like, holy shit, this guy can rap. Like, can can rap. Actually, like you can actually rap. I think it's more the content is sometimes, but sometimes, and more often than not in this album, because I think we're talking about a lot of criticisms. People, obviously bear in mind, there's 30 tracks to go through. I think what's, 
cool is that more time than not, his delivery kind of is overwhelmingly, it shines so overwhelmingly bright, you don't really care that much what he's saying. And he does have nice lines here and there, to be honest. And one song I do want to shout out, because it's full of people I don't really even know, is on Kickstyle. It's like a posse cut for like Maryland rappers from what I yeah. know. But everyone comes out to play, especially Logic. Like, And songs like that, it's like, wow, okay, like I see what the hype is about with this guy. Like, you know I mean, he's got some, he's got a little something to him, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And he's I agree about the kind yeah, of... Yeah. Um, the flow and the delivery and cadence mm-hmm. and all these kind of buzzwords. Mm-hmm. Like he yeah. technically he is a really, really sound rapper. Yeah. Um, and this leads me on to, I guess one of the, one of the criticisms right of him, which kind of plays in here, which is um, like, he's, he's not really saying anything and he's just kind yeah. of trying to convince us of how great he is. And that, <laughs> that is where, I draw the line. I'm like, cool. Okay. I'm off whatever bus you're on. Um, because <laughs> is that not the job maybe of about 85 to 90% of rappers Perhaps. is to convince the audience how good they are. Yeah. That is, be- that is almost the basis of, of hip hop is supposed to become this mm-hmm. competitive spirit saying, you know, it, like the origins of it, right. Is I'm better than you or like my bars are like sicker than your bars. Yeah that is just what logic is doing. Like if you don't like him and you don't like his bars then that's fine, but yeah. let's not turn it into like a logic is doing something so uniquely bad mm-hmm. that like, yeah, he might be on a bit of a kind of moral high horse sometimes like J Cole, he might be <laughs> mm-hmm. um, kind of, I don't know, just having a type of braggadocia that you don't click with, but I mean, mm-hmm. turn on the radio, like everybody's doing it. <laughs> like if you don't yeah. like it, you don't like rap. I really don't yes. get it. Okay, so I feel like you're so right. Again, I, one thing I, I don't think people you know this. I hate calling people right or wrong on this podcast because I think people are allowed to have their own opinion. I just feel like mm. fair enough. But I think what you're saying here is like you're so. I think I agree with you so much, and I disagree so heavily because I think what you're saying is so true. Rap is competitive. You're yeah. always gonna have someone yeah, be like, yeah. "I'm the shit." I've got, I know. I get more pussy than you. I get more mm. money than you. I, I sell more uh, singles, albums than you. That's always yeah. going to be a thing. And we like them when it comes around. I think, I haven't read this critique, but I think my critique would be how often you say that compared to how much you're delivering everything else, that ratio does have to be fair. Like, for example, if Kench just kept talking about how great he was, and even J. Cole's done this, if it's like, you say it 50% of the album, but you're not actually delivering on the other 50%. Like, it's not all pure bangers. Then it's like, yeah, okay, I can cool. hear that. Do you know I mean, what, what's going on? Like, if you, like, gave us some, like, incredible songs, you had a song where you just flex, and it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah you just you know, go listen to the other tracks. He's right. Whereas if every track's like that, then it's like, okay, yeah, you're saying how, how good you are, but when are you actually delivering on this promise that you are this guy? And um, I think it's, a, it's hard with the way Logic raps. It's very, again, it feels quite free associative like it's not like he's staying on a topic or a theme on every Mm. song so it's not like oh you know that song where he's storytelling about this or you know that song where he does this he doesn't really have that it's just a song where he raps so I think that's why it's kind of hard for you to be like okay check this song this is you want to you ever want to deny my ability go go and look at this song so that so I I, I'm kind of I kind of see both sides of that one because he kind of starts on you know for example like uh in my lifetime with Action Bronson, right? Mm-hmm. Um, fairly good opening verse. Um, Bangor. Like a bit of a, you know, mm-hmm. like an origin story. And mm-hmm. you kind of touch on something you're like, oh, cool. Like, here we go, you know. 
like there's though there's a bar where he's like you know average person be committed at this mm. and shit i've seen um it's like my life was written through a murder scene even in my early teens i saw a guy in the corner getting high on a straight bullet mm. from a, a drive-by blew his brains right through mm. his right eye you're like cool mm-hmm. this is this is nice like can we can yeah. we maybe have a bit more <laughs> of like kind of setting the scene you know letting yeah. us in a little bit more to kind of what you were experiencing growing up and you know how that's impacting you today um yeah kind yeah. of like the same issue that Corday had when we talk about his review yeah it's like there's something there you're knocking on the door you just need to pull that bitch open and just you know let, let us in you know but not in a not in a toxic way where you you know you let us in and then you know, we shit on you. Like, you know, you know, in certain relationships, John, we're like, oh, babe, why don't you open up? And it's like, and it's like oh, you know. Uh, yeah, know, no, but that. not like that. <laughs> not like that. Yeah, <laughs> then you do it and then she loses all attraction for yeah. It's like, fuck, no. should I Oh, shit, he's actually really insecure. Oh, no. <laughs> lessons. Learn, take the lessons from us, kids. Yeah, yeah, take yeah. the lessons anyway. Yeah, so, just yeah. tell me the good stuff. Triggered. Yeah. Triggered. Do you know what I mean? But as an artist, right? <laughs> as an artist you got to be willing to take that risk that's the line between a good mm. artist and a great artist it's the ones who are like fuck it I'm gonna put it on the line I'm gonna share some crazy shit with you and we're like oh my gosh wow like you know and, and someone out there is gonna be able to relate right I mean not not much is new under the sun so I think for someone who has a 10 year career um, it would be very beneficial I think to people to be like okay right like okay because obviously he, he does talk about his mum being on drugs and you know, he used to be on welfare and he used to live in like out of the, you know, the trailer homes or caravan mm-hmm. homes. There's something there, but it's like, obviously being from the same area that Pusha T's from, you've definitely seen way more than that. Yeah. It'd be good to yeah. kind of tap into that. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, no, I agree. Um, and that's not even from a kind of, um, what's the words? Not like indulgent or, but like indulgent in a negative sense. What's that word I'm looking for? Um, not in like a, it's not sadistic or like voyeuristic way of like, oh, okay. you know, we want to kind of enjoy your pain, but it is yes, a sense yeah, of like, yeah. we want to kind of mm-hmm. put the pieces together of like who, who he is. Um, mm-hmm. And that, that kind of stuff would help. I um, mean, it's, it's fucked up, but it's substance. It, it's yeah. just substance at the yeah. end of the day. Do you know what I mean? Like, and in, 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 a, in a genre that is so predicated on struggle, birth from struggle, birth from hardship. And a lot of people are willing to do it. That's mm. what you also kind of have to, not have to, but if you want to kind of stand out, I mean, following suit would be nice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. So I think that's some one thing. But actually, I feel like I've been shit talking a lot. It doesn't really matter. But I mean, one song I did want to shout out. Because we've got, we've actually done a good job of getting through most of the track listing, actually. Um, the song with Royce to 5'9", I would have never put these two Let's together. talk about this. 10 years. Yeah. Shout out to Logic was, he had some good bars. Like my mm. description of how I write lyrics is off the wall, no Egyptian. I was like, oh, that's it's kind of a nice bar. Um, yeah. Royce was funny as well. When he's like, um, what's it called? Why he isn't Muslim? Jay Alec hasn't converted him yet. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was it was cool. But I think the, the, my only gripe for this was like, because um, obviously we have Rizzo on them um, later on in the track list. Yes. But yeah, and you have all these Jizza samples. And when I'm listening to the track list, I'm not looking at the phone. I'm like, oh, is this the Rizzo song? It's like, no, this isn't the Rizzo song. It's like, but why do you have Jizza samples? Like, that's a bit weird, isn't it? Like, that's my only gripe. Like, it's just like, I always think, oh, Rizzo's about to spit. It's like, oh, it's just yeah. Royce. It's just no, Royce. The, the 10 Years beat was really funky. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely mm-hmm. brought... I think that's something maybe the, the album does so well is each of the beats kind of even if you hadn't looked at the track list or seen who's featuring on it, you can kind of get a sense of who it is just from the beat itself. Like he's really yes. like subtly um, kind of tuned each song to the artist. Like 
10 years really gave strong like Pablo boat vibes. Do you remember the, okay, yeah, it's from yeah, the book yeah, of, was it Bang the book on. of Caterpillar? The Caterpillar yeah. book? Or no, it? Book yeah. of Ryan. Book, book of Ryan. Ryan. Caterpillar is yeah. one of the songs, isn't it? With yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. But yeah, Bablo Boat. Um, mm-hmm. that, tr- that, I mean, I love that track Amazing. anyway. Amazing. Storytelling about him and his, yeah. was it him and his brother when they were like, kind of struggling with like alcoholism and stuff yeah and needs to go to Boblo Islands yeah. yeah and then Jacob comes in and says yeah oh that's all well and good I've never been on the boat <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've never been on the boat but let me just talk about that <laughs> so right sorry but yeah no yeah, I agree yeah and funny because I was actually listening to that was it today yeah so yeah really good um, pick up yeah really yeah. good song I think yeah, same, I feel the, the beat, same way but you know I murder acapella the Def mm-hmm. Jam line that was, uh, that was fun it was really good I think the same um, a praise can be applied to Orville. When I heard Orville, this is a hundred percent a blue beat. Like blue's mm. gonna, sorry, blue's gonna um destroy this. Do you know what I mean? So mm. I think he's done a really good job in terms of beats, like choosing the right people. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like he's being disingenuous and just wanted to have everyone on his album. It does feel like he's picking the good boom bappy artists to kind of have on these productions. So yeah, 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 mm. for sure. Um, the I'm just trying to think that line where he's like um. Was acapella like an artist on Def Jam? I'm trying to think. I'm not sure. Was it just I a... I, really, I don't think I really kept up with a lot of Def Jam artists outside no. of Jay-Z. Anyway, I was, so, yeah. I was like, is that a funny line? Or is that really mm. dark? I'm not sure. Did mm. someone called acapella die? Who knows? Mm. But anyway, um, let's move on. I want to talk briefly about introducing Nezzy. Oh, um, yes. Oh, my I'm a big fan of her. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, first of all, she kind of looks into her a little bit. Um mm-hmm. Not many listeners at all. Highest mm. number apparently in LA and London. So, you know, London. London. It's funny, whenever yeah. you find find kind of mm. like artists who are kind of, you know, like diamonds in the rough and mm. a lot of them being American, you kind of look on the listening, like where are people listening around the world? It's always London. London is mm-hmm. always top. People in London, yeah. <laughs> we do a very good job of finding music, mm-hmm. I will say. Um, yeah, agreed. But I think Missy Elliott and Snoop Dogg have both praised her in the past. Um okay. And yeah, I thought she was really good on this. Really good. I think she was amazing. She gave yeah. me big um sample the great vibes. I was yeah. like, wow, this is this is really good. Well see with less of the African accent. So I think she's like African I know Nigerian born Nigerian born but American raised type of thing. It does seem yeah. like that. Yeah. Um it, it did it did seem a little bit I don't know, this is me. Yes. I, I know I'm I'm with you, I know what you're gonna say. This seemed a little bit weird. When Logic was like, Hey, I just found this woman from, from Nigeria. the land land of Nigeria, he said. <laughs> and the thing is, given that logic is not fully black and he does, he is so white passing, it just came across it a felt little bit very <laughs> it felt very it gave off strong colonial vibes. Yes, I'll say that. yes, yes. And I was like, oh, like, so also, I'm pretty sure she's fine with it. She's part of the song, but I was like, oh, that just, it just sounds weird, man. It just, it made it us very just, like, yeah, <laughs> 19th century white linen suit. Yeah, like, here's this woman I found from the depths of Nigeria. Go, <laughs> yeah. go ahead, Nezzy, show her what you can do. <laughs> like, why'd you word it like that? I just like let her rap. Deepest, darkest Africa. Like, mm. oh, like, oh, fuck me. Yeah. Yeah, not, that was not, really weird. But yeah, luckily she yeah she was great, man. I really like her. I'm gonna look into her. 
And also, yeah. he did have a nice line. Take that way. He did have a nice line, which kind of gets at us, John, criticizes us. And he's like, um, I'd rather be loved by legends with careers I really last and mm-hmm. be accepted by some weirdo on YouTube with a podcast, which yeah. obviously is a clear shot to Joe Budden. Yeah. But obviously, anyone out there, like, you know, you're right. Our opinions mm-hmm. don't matter. We're not, we're, not, we're not here to say stop making music. We're here to say you can probably do a better job. <laughs> or, or you're doing a good job, one of the two. And we are, I think one thing that is so annoying about... Um, rappers especially in those artists because you said logic's 32 but yeah. it's a similar thing that i heard about pro like pro esports players is that you have to take their age and subtract five because whilst you were like growing up meeting women doing internships going to uni they were just in this context they were just fucking playing video games whereas in in, in the music <laughs> concept whilst you were you know trying to figure out who you were as a person they were just fucking making music it's a very different yeah. kind of mental yeah. trajectory so yeah so i think you know one thing you learn about especially working and growing up in a corporate world is mm. you take criticism you know you can't really survive about that where it's artists they've been told they're like god's gifts since they're like 19 years old yeah. so yeah yeah um i know we kind of uh, talked a fair bit about mm. you know maybe some criticism of like his lyrics or his mm. kind of um, like themes but one aspect we definitely need to kind of mention before we kind of wrap up is production and the fact that he had a massive hand in production and production is mm. one of the highlights on this album Facts. Um, yeah. like huge huge kudos to him um, for kind of bringing that yeah that like boom bap kind of like really gritty like acoustic drum rap back yes. um done so well um it's done very well it's, it's not kind of um doesn't feel like an homage to it it just feels very genuine um and it feels great and very like natural having a lot of these artists on here um like i know we've mentioned already you know one of the best tracks on here being final days obviously dj premier mm-hmm. producing on this um but then even stuff like uh Porter One with with Jizza, like the yeah. Run DMC sample worked really well. Mm. Um, go on. No, oh, oh, I was gonna say I didn't really care for Jizza. That was didn't it. You? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you sensed that. I didn't even say anything, but fair enough. Yeah, I I sensed I sensed okay, something in the force. Yeah, you say something. yeah, no, yeah, I didn't, I didn't care for Jizza on that one, but um, yeah, to continue. Sorry, that's fair. Um, so yeah, I think just production wise, it's it's really strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there were not many tracks on here that I didn't enjoy I thought um, Tetris I know is I said I wasn't the biggest fan maybe of some of the lyrics on here mm. but production wise amazing bleed that or bleed it mm. um, incredible like proper grimy boom, boom bap beat um, just really yeah just felt like really genuine mm. um, even some of the beat switches are so clean and like smooth as well yes um, even on my probably one of my least favourite songs probably, definitely my least favourite single Decades um, even when it goes from the singing to the rapping it's, it's a very like smooth it feels like it makes sense um, even though I don't care for the singing part it's like oh yeah like don't run out I don't I never there's not a song here I'm thinking oh man the production's so like short actually is there one there might be one the game one i did not enjoy a huge amount towards the it end it wasn't that one i don't think it was is it clouds it might have been clouds no it might have been clouds i think you are right double time rapping clouds. on there was really impressive though like and the yes, fact that he it was clouds. Yes, you're right. is yeah, so right. well enunciated yeah. um mm-hmm. i'm not sure how it works with currency i don't, I don't know think it did because that's why they had to currency do the works switch. at like half half speed 
he, he should have been on half. breath control. Yeah. But then why call us on breath control? Risky yeah. isn't even around double time. So yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing. But, but I feel like him and obviously him and Wiz worked mm. together well. But I think that's why they had to have the bit, the beat switch for currency. I think but it was, I guess yeah. I love it with the game. I think that was the track mm. I was thinking of in terms of like clunky beat switch. Mm. But there we yeah. go. But yeah, the game, oh, the game, that song, do you know what threw me off? That outro was so random. When you start singing, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what, Can we talk about the- what instrument it was on that outro? Because it was flat. Whatever note that was, it was, it was flat. Don't know what it was. I'm not good at instruments, but I was like, what? But and again, there's another weird line here when he's like, "I've got more tracks than heroin addicts." Yes, my friend. Yeah, you yeah. made a song about suicide. <laughs> you can't keep doing this. You, yeah, that was Daddy Record Label still here. Like, what the hell? Like, you can't. Yeah, you cannot yeah. be making lines like this. But yeah, that outro was just so random. It was either a so wind random. instrument, so it was either like a flute or a clarinet or something. But it was like. Mm-hmm it was kind of like three or four like extended notes and they were, it was like really, it was a flat note, Mm -hmm. really horrible, like really sharp. Um, Not sure what that was about, (laughs) to be honest. Um, But yeah, I feel like we've done a pretty good job of covering this album. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, Um, I think it's done good. Yeah. I don't know if you have any kind of like closing thoughts or final kind of shout outs across the album you want to give. I think it's a good album. Um, I think the singles didn't disappoint. It wasn't like a blue balls. Um, I think it definitely could have been a bit shorter, but not even from a track perspective, maybe just more from a skip perspective, mm. which is usually not even the uh, criticism, which is weird. Yeah. Um, I think it's weird. And I think maybe, I think I'm learning a lot in terms of what people like and dislike about Logic, because obviously it is weird that I'm saying to someone who's like 10 years deep, into album making that oh he should be more focused with his songwriting yeah. and stuff like that yeah. I feel like I shouldn't be saying that 10 years deep but it's what it is I feel like everything else is so there yeah uh, it's so there like it's like oh it's such a shame like we just the content just hasn't hit that peak it needs to but I think it's definitely I'll say right now it's probably a top 10 hip hop album I'll say year. that say, yeah. yeah so far right I think that's okay. fair to say like yeah I think I'll probably listen to this as much as I'll listen to like Saba's album. I mean, that's where I put it. Okay. That's like, I feel like that's the benchmark. Like if you're better than Saba's album, like you, you're pretty strong. But mm. like, oh, decent, you know, be- above average album. That's like Saba. So yeah, I say at the moment, yeah. Certainly above average. Listen. I think it's yeah. the interludes that really get me. Um, yeah. And kind of pull this album a little bit down from where it could have been. Yes. Because when you're having tracks like Tetris, Final Days, Orville... Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the album is yeah. looking strong. There's some serious heaters. <laughs> That's the thing. There's um, some serious baggers. So it's definitely it's definitely one of the best albums this year, mm-hmm. without a doubt. And if you know, if we're looking just purely production wise, you know, it's it's top, really top. Um, but yeah, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. We have a we have a positive logic review. Yeah. I know. I know a lot I'm of people glad, shit I'm glad on the we guy. Got to this. I know we've probably we memed about him in the past mm-hmm. too, but um, you know. Genuine reviewers here. We're not tied to anyone. We're not sponsored yet. You know, if anyone's yeah. out there, <laughs> you know, Spotify, Apple Music, mm-hmm. know, some kind of tequila company. You want to send us some free alcohol? Yeah. We'll take some shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, <laughs> that would be that would be lit. Because if we did that, I'm just saying. By the way, I would have would have like not even episodes. It would be like 
you know those like um, off weeks where you just have like little ideas like yeah. 20 minute episodes yeah. and we just be liquored the fuck up and we just talk about random stories we have to be hilarious but anyways that's just the pipe dream that is for by the, the by <laughs> yes. um, but yeah if you've enjoyed today's episode mm-hmm. um, and you haven't got sick of all the album reviews yet then please do leave us a review leave us a mm-hmm. comment as well uh, on Apple Music on Spotify wherever you're listening it literally takes two seconds it does um, so we really do appreciate that um, and as always, you can check us out on social medias at TVC Pod on Twitter. You know the drill. Final Collective Pod on Instagram. Final Collective Pod at gmail.com is where you can email us. Um, and that just leaves one last thing to do, which is the now and then playlist. Yes, we're each going to add a song from the last two years, and then we're going to add a song which is a bit of a throwback. So something that's, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years old. Okay. Um, I am going to go first. Uh, I'm going to start with my throwback track, uh, and the song is called uh, Guess Who's Back uh, by Scarface, Jay-Z, and Beanie Siegel. Okay, yes. From yes, The yes, Fix. Yes. Damn, that is yeah. a throwback. Okay. It's a Kanye West-produced track, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. it's a banger. It is. <laughs> uh, and my now song um, is an artist uh, who I've recently discovered. Um, they're called Jay Pitts. Um, and the track uh, is called Windows. Uh, it's from his project, Highly Mel- Melanated. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah, I think he's you know he's a solid artist. Do recommend checking him out. He's from Detroit. Um, mm. Early inspirations, I think, talking about like Kanye and Lupe, obviously, you know, being from that area. Mm. But yeah, those are my two. Cool. No worries. My now song is going to be from Big Sean and. Metro from their EP. I can't remember what the EP name is. Yeah. Apologies. Apologies. It's the one. Sorry. It's the one with the features. Sorry. Offense. Cool. Yeah. So, and my then song is The Heart Part 3. Um, I didn't know it was on streaming services. It's weird. So it's under Black Hippie. It's not yes, it Hippie. is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very annoying. That, but yeah. that is, I love, that's one of my favorite hearts. Um, unpopular opinion but yeah strong so that's the two there we go that's it guys we're at the end of the episode um another week john's not here by the way this is just pre-recorded like he's talking from the other side so it's another week um but john's not gonna be here we're gonna have another episode because we're just that dedicated to the mission shout out to us uh so yeah we'll talk about another album it's probably the drake one coming up next that's gonna be an absolute hilarious one i cannot wait <laughs> for us to discuss that so we'll see you there uh, get your house shoes on because there's going to be a lot of house talk going on. And yeah, till the next time. Until then.